do for you now a scene from the hit motion picture Shrek. You ready? Okay. Why don't you get away from me, donkey? What you talk about get away from you? Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming Hey everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Ain't Ogre. Totes Ogre, I'm usual host Will, and joining me once again is my good buddy Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, Will, how's it going? I'm all right. Busy, but I'm, I'm here. I'm rolling. Yeah. Uh, we also it's got... time of year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we also got Chris back in the line. Hey, Chris. Hey. And, um, yeah, so usually in this time of the year, in November, we have like a gimmick or guest in mind for what we want to do. Uh, mm-hmm. I know we had our siblings episode one year. Um, mm-hmm. We had that weird episode where we like went to an ultra dimension. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what else do we have? I'm trying to remember what the other November episodes were. Um, I mean, I can uh, check. It doesn't really matter, I guess. Uh, my point just being that usually we have either gimmick, a guest, or both in place for this time of year yeah. before we get into our season finale and uh this year we had a guest in mind and we had more ideas in place but unfortunately there was some miscommunication yeah there was some miscommunication yeah. <laughs> uh we were trying to do um since both episodes will be out by the time you're listening to this we were going to have you and chris on for a bonus uh episode of cinemaholics to talk about clifford the big red dog and then uh john the Grony would come onto our show and uh be our guest for this month's episode unfortunately there was some miscommunication, as you mentioned, and you guys, uh, the day we were supposed to record that bonus episode, you guys watched Master Disguise thinking we were doing this episode. <laughs> so, and John, unfortunately, hasn't been able to uh, have any availability since that day to record this, so we're kind of just winging it, I guess. Uh, we're just kind of going off the cuff, improv you know, Woo. so, Yeah. Uh, I don't know, do we just want to go straight into notes, or is there anything in particular you guys want to say broadly about the film before we get into more specific stuff? Um, just like the opening song where she's singing, like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's um, not going to be fun. Yeah, I I actually have a note about the song. Um, right. and It's terrible! It is, but also I wanted to mention just about the film overall. One of my notes to this this month is that like I think my patience for this movie is wearing pretty thin now that it's November. Sure. I have a very high tolerance for bad movies, and I'm struggling a little bit here. <laughs> and that note goes on a little further, but I'll wait until we actually get into notes to read the rest of it because I kind of descend. Um. <laughs> well, in regards to the song, I guess I'm the biggest champion of the three of us of it. I think yeah, it's you a fine, do like the song. I think it's fine. I think it's a cute song, but it's a type of song that if I were say working at a convenience store and they played that mm-hmm. song every day, uh, I w- it would drive me mad because it is certainly a type of song that would get under my skin. But I don't know. I don't. I mean, I've grown to like it less. I guess uh, if that's any <laughs> consolation. But. Um, I, I still don't have any strong negative feelings about it. If anything, 
I feel like that scene is more uh, tolerable to watch than most other scenes in this film. That's the, fair. The, the opening credits were the best part. <laughs> my um, my note about it is there's a part of the song. So I'm wondering, is there an uncensored version of this song or something? Uh, just because Not that I'm aware of. I've listened to it just on its own, and it seems like the same as the movie. Just that's what it. I would think. The thing about it, the reason I ask that is there's one part of the song that always kind of trips me up, and it's the part where she goes, don't look so sad, don't look so lonely, because the way she says so sad, the way it like doesn't quite match up with the rhythm, it always sounds to me like they like took out a swear word or something, like, hmm. and especially the way that don't look so lonely, which is like to the normal rhythm, comes right after it. Um, right. I was wondering if it's maybe like, don't look so damn sad don't look so lonely or something along those lines. I don't know, but um, it, it frustrates me. Maybe she yeah, just was, sucks at writing music. Maybe. I'm looking up the lyrics now just to be sure, mm-hmm. and I'm not seeing any swears. Yeah, also, I don't think Damn would get censored, so I, I you know, I don't know. Is this an official uh, Master Disguise original, or is it uh, no, a licensed this is a, song? No, this is a song, I think, before the movie. Oh, okay. I think. I, don't quote me on that. But Oh, I'll quote you. I mean, the I lyrics, it, I, I gotta say, looking at the lyrics by themselves. It's bad, man. It's not even that it's bad. It just feels like an insane person trying to like build up their, <laughs> their sense of self. Like, knowing Who? that their life is in disarray. It's just who's like... The, who's the artist? It is Rose Falcon. Nice. Uh, so the lyrics are, See you later. Tomorrow's calling. I've gotta run. It's so exciting. A little scary. I wish you could come. I wish you could. Maybe you could come. This is going to be fun. This is going to be real. From my feet to my fingers, I'm going to feel. I'm going to feel. This is going to be real fun. The clock's ticking. Telephone ringing. How time does fly. Don't look so sad. Don't look so lonely. This ain't goodbye. I wish you could. Maybe you could come. This is going to be fun. This is going to be real. From my feet to my fingers, I'm going to feel. I'm going to feel. This is going to be real fun. I've got a full tank of gasoline. I think it's enough to follow my dreams. Or follow the dreams. Follow the dream. Follow the dream. Follow the dream. It's going to be real fun. This is going to be real fun. <laughs> From a, it's just like that over and over and over again for the rest yeah. of the song. Is this song about uh, sex? Possibly. <laughs> I got a tank full of gasoline. I think it's enough to follow the dream. Ka-chow. <laughs> Ka-chow. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I think a dramatic reading of that song's lyrics is definitely a good choice uh, for this episode. Yeah. Um. Um. I mean, I don't know. Is that the last we're going to be talking about that song? Because I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll come up in the. I doubt finale. it. I, you think it's going to come up next month? Probably. Really? I mean, maybe. I guess I don't know. I'll commit to it right now. No, I guess All that's right. true. You could always just say, <laughs> yeah. "I will bring it up next month," and that will. <laughs> Resolve um, it. All right. So, um, I'm sorry. What, what were you talking about before outside of the song? Oh, about how my patience for the movie is wearing thin. Yeah. Um. So, it's like it's my first real note after that one about the song. Um. And it says, Barney is crashing on his skateboard, and I'm trying to will the events of the movie to stop happening or to happen differently. <laughs> like, I'm like, what if he doesn't crash on the skateboard? What happens then? Pistachio doesn't meet him. Jennifer never gets involved in this madness. We don't have to watch the movie. 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, now, now you're just making me or, more interested in what would happen if that didn't happen. <laughs> the alternate timeline. The alternate timeline. He, Jennifer never finds the cigar. Mustachio mm-hmm. never goes to the thing. Doesn't never finds his parents. Never finds his parents. Jeez. Mom gets strangled by the guy in the flower. Gritty reboot. Wow. The yeah. Gritty gritty reboot. Oh man. Well, uh, Matt, do you have any other notes? Since we're oh yeah, you? I have I have plenty. Um, I there's. <laughs> this is a two part note. Uh, the first part is the 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 line of dialogue. Holy cannoli, you are my sister. Pisses me off so much. Why? Why does it piss you off? It's just such a it's such a dumb, lame joke. Has no effort. Like, why the heck would he ever think his grandpa is his sister? It's like the jo- the joke confused. is that he's a stupid character. Right. Yeah, he's but stupid, he's just yeah. lazy. A and dumb it has this si- idiot. And he's not that yeah. stupid. He's not that stupid. And it has the same energy as another line towards the beginning of the movie that really frustrates me, which is uh, whenever the love cake um, is walking away, Sophia, um, when she's leaving and he's like, something about her reminds me of my mother. Oh, yeah, she will be a great cook. I hate that she will be a great cook. It doesn't even make any dang sense. So he, I have I have I have an addition to that. Yeah. Everybody knows that Pistachio has a thing for butts, right? Yes. He cannot lie. Yes. Sure. Uh, and he tries to deflect that um, because his dad gives him that weird look. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, oh, wait, it's not because of her butt. It's because she's, uh, you know, mom cooks really well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, later grandpa enables it. Yeah. Because they're watching the dude walk away with the butt. And, yes. And, and yeah. Grandpa's like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Are you suggesting. That Grandpa awakens Pistachio's sexuality. He probably did at some point, yeah. Okay. Not sure how to feel about that. He Uh, he endorses it, you know. He tells him to stop repressing it. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess that's good. Yeah. Um, You know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just... I, I. Some of the dialogue in this movie is really bad. That's, I guess, the ultimate point. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole movie, like I've said before, I think in past episodes, it feels like it's all ADR. It's like almost ADR the movie. Like, they're just like... Yeah. Like, they lost confidence in half their jokes, half their setups. So they just, like, make up 50% of the jokes on the fly and record it in the booth and just edit the film around it so that, you know... I think it adds to the sense of, like maddening incoherence to the film mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It, it does make it a frustrating film to revisit on many occasions yeah for sure this movie has a lot of really weird transitions in terms of like yep. in, in terms of how they get to the next scene so like you know when pistachio is meeting barney for the first time um he's like and now he looks around and he's like and now hungry patrons it's like why the crap would you say that to a little boy and be like all right well i'm going to work it's just kind of a it's a very strange way to bring in the next scene. Yeah. And it happens more it, than once like the the scene transitions where how they're like okay, how do we how do we how do we how do we push the plot to the next part of the story and and it's just like I don't know, it's just it's very it's very, it stuck out to me more than before like it's very strange. Yeah, I would say another example is the Constable Miller where he's like 
hmm, this isn't working. I'll have to try another disguise. Like, it, it's just, yeah. like, kind of a weird... Oh. It's like, all right, we need to get out of this bit, yeah. and we need to start another bit, and there's no natural way to do that. <laughs> so he's just going to straight up say, yeah, I'm going to do a different bit now. Like, I have uh, <laughs> I think I have ultimately this movie yeah. doesn't have much confidence in itself. Oh, no. of course not, yeah. It's a movie that seems to be doubting itself at every possible moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is, is kind of fascinating to watch, but... Uh, since you brought up Constable Mueller, Matt, that actually uh, dovetails into one of my notes I wrote this month. Okay, yeah. Which is that Constable Mueller acknowledging that his, his existence is not working and that he needs to go away is some really dark stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Being <laughs> self-aware that, like, my 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 uh, identity is not working anymore. I need to yeah. go away. Because no. he has become another person, and that person is realizing that it's right. not <laughs> right. Right, It's not. It's not pistachio in disguise. It's literally it's somebody else. He's like, right. Oh, I shouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah, which is such a. It's a weirdly dark moment that I couldn't really put my finger on depressed. before this. But it's like one of those things that, like, that scene that's kept standing out to me. It's like, why does that scene stand out to me? It's such a non sequitur moment, but something about it has like this weird underlining sadness. And this month, it finally clicked for me. <laughs> There it is. Love it. <laughs> um, I will say, though, as much as my patience for this movie is wearing thin, I do have to give them points because, for whatever reason, the Abraham Lincoln joke worked really well for me this this viewing. Um, I think it's just the sheer absurdity of it that, like, all right, it's going to be Abraham Lincoln. He's going to be making a speech, and he's going to swap out with, with the disguise. He's going to come on and just be like, Woo! That's Let's high, boss. party! <laughs> Hear it! And then everybody starts dancing to I like to move it, move it. Like, just in a vacuum, that joke is very funny. Mm-hmm. It's great, yeah, reason. because, like, yeah. where's the music coming from? Yeah. <laughs> so, somebody somebody had a, a vinyl of I like to move it, move it, and put it on the gramophone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, it's, I think, it's, yeah. it's a good joke, um, especially because that... I think when the movie was made, it doesn't work as well as it does right now because in Correct, in the yeah. current cultural zeitgeist, you can see people voting for the sh- you know the the, the bigger showman. Mm-hmm. Um, and politics aside, everyone's gonna vote for the most exciting candidate, which is Abraham Lincoln singing "I like to move it, move it." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> But like that's the kind of stupid joke that does work for me. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wrote more like dishonesty, <laughs> <laughs> which is not a great joke, but it's something I wrote. Sorry, down. George Washington, no cherry tree for you. Sorry, George Washington, no cherry tree for you. I like that one too. Yeah, that one's okay. It just doesn't really make much sense to me. How do they know he was going to chop down the cherry tree? Like I, I just that one confused me. Unless he maybe cherries. Chops down a lot. Did we talk about this already? I feel like I'm having deja. Uh, I don't think we've really addressed it more than just casually. Mm. Okay. Or maybe well. like uh, George Washington is like that cherry tree looks like a person wearing a cherry tree costume. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go chop it down. Yeah. How is a slap more dignified than a punch? Okay, Chris, thank you. For I wrote bringing this that note. Up. I wrote the exact note. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote I, it twice. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't write that exact phrasing, but I have a note that says like eleventh viewing colon the slapping bit is an odd bit. Like it's like a weird choice to be like, it's more dignified. Like what? 
it's it's just a weird thing for the movie to commit to, I guess. I don't know. Well, he didn't even say that. Yeah. He's like, you let him keep his dignity. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I would feel, the, yeah. if, sure. if I got slapped in the face, I would feel significantly less dignified than somebody socked me in the, in the mouth. You know what I mean? Right. I would agree. I mean, if we're just talking, I, I don't get it in terms of the logic of the world. Like, I don't, I don't get why there need to be an explanation for it. Just being <laughs> like, like, if they, even if they had just been like, you slap your opponent and then, um, like, you know, whatever, Sashi was just like, I don't get why we do a slap. And then Grandpa slapped him. And he's like, yeah. that's why or whatever. Like, I'd be fine yeah. with that. But, like, mm-hmm. the, 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 the decision to make it um, explained is just odd to me. And then also, like, yeah, yeah whatever. That's another example of the weird transition is that, you know, Grandpa's like, oh, you slap him in the face and you keep his dignity. And you say, who's, who's your daddy? Then you start slapping the dummy and saying, who's and your daddy? The end, and the and it just ends. fades out. Like, okay, that's that's that. We're, we're not going to talk who's about it anymore. Daddy? Who's your daddy? Yeah, I had actually the same thought this time. I was like, why did that scene just end there? <laughs> well, that's like what uh, hashtag released. Who, who directed this? Uh, we can never remember. <laughs> it's Perry Anderson Blake, I believe, is the same. Re- release the hash- hashtag. Release the Anderson Blake cut. <laughs> There's like a yeah. three-hour Master of Disguise cut floating out there somewhere. Oh, God. oh I mean, there That's has to be so much in terms of deleted scenes in this movie. Well, I mean, given like, that the, the, the credits add, like, what, a whole f- right. however many and, minutes of extra yeah. footage that we never see. It's like they probably they probably did record, like, probably four hours of footage of just screwing around and then yeah. kept the quote-unquote best stuff. <laughs> sure. Um, or at least the stuff that would qualify for like a PG film. They made this out to be. There's, um, <laughs> there's like an R-rated Master yes. Disguise cut out there. <laughs> yeah. Like like the R-rated Mrs. Doubtfire or whatever. The NC-17 <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire that they said was out there. Um, it, I looked it up. It's Perry Andalin Blake. Andalin? Oh. Yeah. I feel like we usually remember the name of the director by this point. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's a... If it's because of this film, or if his name's just so well, hard to remember, or whatever, but I don't know. I don't know if I could name the directors of Shrek. Uh, Touche. Vicky Johnson, like, right? And uh, mm-hmm. Andrew Andrew. Uh, what was his name? Exactly. There you go. And then it was Bo Welch. Yeah, we we always remember Bo Welch. That's a very memorable. Remember, Vicky and Johnson and, and Andrew Adamson are the directors of Shrek. I, I couldn't tell you who directed Garfield for the life of me, but I know Raja Gosnell directed Scooby-Doo. Uh, let's see. Garfield director. Should we talk about Chris Pratt being Garfield? Do we want to talk about Chris Pratt being Garfield? I don't know. Do we? I, 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 mean, I, I don't mean, know what there is to say. In a broader sense, I can talk about my discomfort about Chris Pratt monopolizing the uh, anime, live-action animated character uh, voice um, you know, the voice thing. acting realm taking away yeah. from voice actors. Mario, he's Garfield. I mean, what's next? Jesus. Well, don't plan any ideas. Anyone said there, Chris? Right. Uh, Shut up, Fox. What would Chris? What would Chris Pratt's Jesus be like, Matt? I mean, uh, why are you asking me? I don't know. <laughs> Chris Pratt is know. very religious. He's like, oh, I like to go yeah, to the yeah. gym and put on my Christian tunes and work out and. and Jesus fills me up, and it's great. I like to imagine that, like, you know, like, 
the lead up to the film is just like I took this role very seriously. Like people think I'm just a goofy, weird guy, but like I, Jesus fills my heart each and every day. This is not this was not a joke to me. And you watch the film, you'd be like, "What up? It's the Lord." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Chris Pratt would be like it's be Jesus. like uh, Nicolas Cage in in and Ghost Riders. Like, yeah, I walk around and people just think I'm Jesus, man. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. Gets a glass filled with water, turns into wine. Just like, well, that's a fun. How do you do? I'm Chris Pratt. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> let's, let's get this party started. He's just the worst. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, the only reason I bring up Chris Pratt as Garfield is that, say what you will about Garfield the movie, Bill Murray, great casting. Oh, yeah. Lorenzo mm-hmm. Music great casting for Garfield even to some extent but like I get I can wrap my head around Chris Pratt as Mario it's I, I understand some people can't I can kind of see it I cannot I, I cannot imagine Chris Pratt as Garfield I see just, I'm the exact opposite okay I'm like I can see Chris Pratt doing like a lazy character but Mario he's like wahoo See, I feel like you know? Chris Pratt's whole aura is that he is like, oh, actually, I love Mondays. I I love to get up and get to work. I feel like that's his whole essence as a person. So how but is he going to be like? Yeah, he could channel his inner Andy or whatever. And, yeah, I was uh, going to say his Parks and Rec character is kind of Garfield like. I guess, but like, I feel it's going to be another thing like with the Bill and Ted Three, where Keanu Reeves like he was like, you know, he he played the part, he played Ted for however many years. And then I came, and he was like he became Neo and John Wick, and now he has to be Ted again. And it's just like he's trying, but just doesn't like he doesn't have that muscle in his acting brain anymore. Just it felt like it was like a performance now, like it wasn't as natural as it was in the first two films. Yeah. I feel like that's gonna be the case because like you know when he played Andy, he was like you know a portlier guy. He was he was at a different phase in his life, but now he like he's a family man and he works out and he does these action movies and stuff. And I feel like it would be hard for him to be like. Like, even if he were to play Andy again, I don't think he could do it because he just doesn't well, have that. I think that that's the key difference to what you're comparing is that it's he's not playing Andy again. It's a new character for him. But you're comparing it to saying, like, well, if he can do Andy, he can do Garfield. Yeah, yeah, but, like, it's still a new challenge. With Keanu, it's the same character, so he wasn't able to tap into the exact same thing. I'm saying Chris Pratt has the capability to play a lazy oaf. I don't think you necessarily lose that. It might be a little bit different because his life is different now. But I don't know. I mean, I don't really give a sh- crap about Chris Pratt. I don't give a I don't give a hoot. I don't about, give a rip <laughs> about Chris Pratt as Garfield. I, I'm just sure, fine, right. I'll watch it. You know. Look, we're all gonna pay money to go see this movie. Yep. Well, they won. How do you know? What if we sneak in? What if I torrent yeah. the film? You're not going to torrent the film. That's true. I'm not you wouldn't it. download a car. I would you not wouldn't. download a car. That is true. You wouldn't download a cat. Which I I will note. I know they say this. You wouldn't download a lasagna. Sorry, I right. absolutely would download a car. Absolutely. If you could, if I could, yeah, if, if I could, could, absolutely, I would download a car. Yeah, they say they should say you can't download a car. Yeah, but if I could yeah. download a car, <laughs> I all bets are off. You wouldn't download in a, a car. in a minute. In a Wouldn't minute, I? I have a new car. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
like like yeah like if you're like with your roommates they're just like hey what, what are you up to oh i'm downloading a car they'd be like <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> and where does the guitar shred like <laughs> what are the parameters of downloading a car can i just go on to like google images and google pick one <laughs> ferrari and just save it to my phone i've downloaded a car well yeah is it like you don't know what car you're gonna get so it's just like oh man I got a. You know, oh no! I got, a PT cruiser. I got a PT cruiser. <laughs> I got a Ford sedan. Honestly, though, if you're downloading, it, hey, I drive a Ford sedan. Free, I would take. I I'm would sorry, take a Chris. PT cruiser. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm gonna so download the, a mater. The what? I'm gonna download a mater. I'm gonna to- kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just am now driving the mater tow truck. From the Cars movie. He's screaming in pain because you're inside of him. <laughs> I'm in the Mater tow truck. You pull up next to me in Lightning McQueen. They're just both in deep agony because like, we're inside of them. Oh, I like that. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I like that we downloaded them and they retained their consciousness but are still able to be driven. Yeah, and like I rolled down the window it just pure agony for um it's Lightning like, McQueen. Hey, ciao. And we're just like check it out I'm in the car's car. Like we're just so indifferent to it. <laughs> Let me pop the trunk. No, please. Ah! <laughs> it kind of reminds me of there was like a tweet years ago where like I find a genie. And my <laughs> wife is like, just don't make any wishes until I get home. She pulls in the driveway <laughs> and the car from cars is in parked in the driveway. <laughs> like the idea of wasting a wish to get lightning. It's just so silly. Uh, oh uh, man, that was a tangent. Anyway, yeah, it sure was. The director of Garfield the movie is P. Hewitt. There we go. Um. <laughs> oh man. Uh. Where were we? Uh. I don't know. Chris Pratt is Garfield. I don't know how. Um. To there. um yeah. So the adult jokes in this movie are are like. I don't know. It's weird. Like so. The jokes are things that aren't funny for adults they're just things that adults understand yep right like the delta dental yes bit like no child is going to understand it's like mom what is delta dental don't talk to me about my job um it's Mm -hmm. it's like you know stuff like that um like i'm trying to think of what else there was uh not necessarily adult jokes just adult references uh, but that well, was I mean, all the sexual stuff, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, not even that. Like the sexual. I mean, yeah, to a certain extent. But like the the sexual stuff, those are at least attempts at jokes. But like, why would you make a reference to Delta Dental? Yeah. Or like Bruce Willis's toupee in Die Hard Two. It's like an R-rated film. Like, what kids gonna know what? Right. Die Hard Two is and have a reference yeah. to it. Uh, I have a note that says. This movie has a score that goes hard in just the nest reveal scene, mm. and then it like never comes back. Like there's yeah. that scene where where it's like revealing the nest and it's like, 
like it's like a full-on like harry potter style big it's like it becomes like an ambulance movie for like five yes and then it the score never comes back and it's just pop music for the rest of the movie right i do i do love that um that song though like that that musical motif is actually really good I feel like the like kind of um what do you call it where um the Rube Goldberg machine of it where it's just like yeah we see it and it's like you know like the reveal of the the nest or whatever is is pretty fun. It's but. it's kind of a poor man's Rube Goldberg because only like three things happen and then the set just opens up slowly. Right. But but you know but yeah it's yeah. it still kind of gets the effect of it. Look, I'm I mean, not going yeah. into this expecting oh. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You know. Right. Right. Sorry. Go ahead, Chris. No, yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because like some it's like. The creators of the film wanted a Pee Wee's Big Adventure style Rube Goldberg machine, and they're like, "Wow, this is actually a lot of work." Um, yeah. <laughs> they stopped after four yeah. steps. <laughs> also, like any any like bottom tier burglar could accidentally find the mat. The the yeah. the uh, all he the did nest. was like flip the switch. Yeah, it's like, oh, what if I just pull this and then. The music starts and the wind is blowing and the lightning and the little monkey has his freaking symbols. Uh, um, yeah, it's all your notes, Chris, or do you have some more? No, I have I have some more. Um, oh, cool. I feel like Jennifer Esposito's reactions might be genuine. Like she doesn't know what's gonna happen yeah. next. Like they just brought her in cold and be like, "Look, just react to whatever whatever Dana Carvey does." And she's like, "Okay." Yeah. I do like the. I think we talked about it before the like. After the Turtle Club scene, where she's just like, yeah. I, don't "I don't know, know what happened." <laughs> you were a turtle. <laughs> I just don't think this is. I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. Speaking of the Turtle Club, um, you know, she finds the. She's like, "Oh, it's impossible to get in there." So then, why would you mention it? Why would you bring it up? Because that's where the cigar was, from. I know, but she's like, "Oh, this cigar, or what was it? I can't remember even how they get there." But anyway. She brings up the Turtle Club and she's like, "Oh, this, da, 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 but 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 we can't get in there. It's impossible." It's like, okay, well, I don't know. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This was a a few days ago when I wrote this, but there's a song. Oh yeah, we oh. should mention that that you guys have actually seen this movie like almost a week ago because yeah. of our scheduling mishap. So I apologize for that. That's <laughs> all good. And uh, there's a line in the song uh, during the climax, I think, that says, "Could be your sister or your mother." <laughs> like about the master of disguise. About the master of disguise. Oh, jeez. What a, what an awful proposition. <laughs> uh, I think it's weird that we have a PG film where a woman gets chloroformed in the first fifteen minutes. Just seems like a bad call for me. Sure. Uh, not going to lie. Um. Let's see here. I think it's weird that an active politician took time away from his constituents to make a cameo in the master of disguise that of course referring to jesse ventura sure governor uh, jesse, jesse ventura. sorry governor at the time governor Ventura. well is it like president yeah no it is like yeah you can still call him governor so, after he's no longer yeah. the governor so even when you're not a governor anymore you still get the title of governor yeah yeah oh, okay. Arnold schwarzenegger is still governor schwarzenegger it's an action figure not a doll Ah <laughs> uh, man uh Beard guy at the bar is working overtime with these reactions. I don't know if you guys... I noticed that this time. I don't know if you Who guys is? saw him. There's a guy... You know the scene where they're at the bar and they Whenever meet... Whenever the two different uh, Rex and yes, the type blue sweater right. guy interact. Like oh, yeah. type blue yeah. sweater. Um, yeah. yeah. When he's like slapping Trent or is it Rex? 
you're talking about the guy with the big beard who's like, Ooh. yes, yeah, that guy. He's yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah. He's just like going. He's like going ham. You just like he's like I'm in a movie. I don't. I, I could be working in a mine or something right now. I'm gonna make the most of this. Yeah, uh, no, he, so. he goes for it with those. Uh, I could be working in a mine, right? <laughs> he's just like you know. I mean, like I'm in a motion picture. This is easy work. I, I'm gonna make the most of it. And they're like just. And then what's his name? Perry Andolin Blake. He's just like. Focus on that man right there. Give him his own medium shot. <laughs> I'll have to keep then, an eye out next time. It's like, actually, it's a close-up because it's on his face. He's just like, this is my first time directing. Don't tell me what to do. <clears throat> if, yeah, he feels like he, he, he feels like he would have been better placed in, like, the Scooby-Doo movie. Or something. <laughs> yeah, know. with all those strange extras in yeah. that one. Um, this one... Is uh, well, actually, since we're talking about the bar, that that uh, brings up another note I had from a while back that I never discussed on the show, which is that um, Jennifer turns on Trent real quick. Yeah, uh, you know she's. Oh, like, you mean how she like kisses Pistachio immediately? No, after like that. like they're in the bar, like you know they yeah. they're, like took at the photos. At that point, somehow she doesn't notice her boyfriend's right next to her, but that's neither here nor there. She's yeah. like, you know, talking to him. He stands up too quick. Trent gets his tight blue sweater messed up. She's like, yep. my boyfriend's here. What are you doing here? And what are you doing with this other man? And, like, before she even gets an answer to that, like, you know, uh, as soon as Trent starts pushing, she's like, leave him alone, you bully. He's, like, immediately just, like, over Trent. Like, she didn't even, like, hear him out. Like, maybe he was just, like, um, applying for a job or something. She doesn't know. Yeah, maybe maybe Pistachio killed. Well, she's bullying Pistachio. She's, I know, but like, you know, she, yeah, but like, she just turns on Trent like immediately. Like, it's yeah. Quick. Maybe she has a no bullying policy. I in guess her like, boyfriends. Yeah, it's a it's a clause in the relationship. Yeah, no, no zero tolerance for bullying. Yeah, I get what you're uh, saying though. Like, it's it's yeah. They they really expedite the the the. Yeah, the like, scene. all right. We got to resolve this conflict. She has a boyfriend now. She doesn't. Done. I do have uh, a note from my roommate Jim, uh, oh, yeah? which is that, and this is credit to him. Uh, how does Grandpa know about the under on the head thing if he wasn't around when Pistachio was a kid? He was. No, he he left before. Um, he's like, I will never tell my son about my true destiny. Destiny. And then yeah, he, he haven't stopped. we like kind of established that Pistachio might have been a couple years old by the time because he hasn't seen him like twenty two years and Pistachio is not twenty two. Well, that's where it's confusing is because like when we next the next scene is we see him literally be born, so it's not clear if he's like well, it's set to have a kid. Well, the, like, theoretically, um, like he could know he's going to have a kid at that point, but he hasn't been born yet. But no, the, it's a son. But in the first scene, he's well, like you know. they already reference his son, so he's already been born. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, we start with a flashback and then we flash further back and then get up to the present day. Is is the way I've always viewed it. I don't know. I just got the impression that he never met his grandfather before that scene where he comes to the diner and they do like the exorcist. No, he flash. hasn't met him for sure. Maybe 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 like uh in the Christmas card, Pistachio had his underwear on his head and grandpa reads it and is like, well, I, have- I think we can all agree it's a tight script. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yes. tight. Oh, I have two. I have two more notes. Uh, first one: the fall from the Apollo lunar module probably wouldn't be that bad. No, yeah, the, it's like twenty climax, feet, thirty so feet. Like, oh, Pistachio, be careful! Oh, like, oh yeah, my god, might, it's the climax. I'm might gonna... break a leg if he lands wrong on it. Like, yeah, if he lands on his head, that could be bad. 
it yeah, could, he but he breaks his neck. He break pistachio just crumbles like a friggin' pretzel. Yeah. Um, bit of a downer ending for the film, I'd say. The <laughs> pistachio dies. Pistachio, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the final thing is like you know the dad is back. He's out of his um, Bowman disguise, or yeah, Bowman disguise. And they're all on top of the model, like, yay, hooray, we resolve the con. And then uh, Grandpa's like, it's a disguising tradition. It's like, is it disguising tradition for your dad to try to kill you in disguise as the, um, as the villain of the movie? <laughs> like, I was, it that, would seem so. That line was very, very strange. Yeah. I, um, I have a note about the... Uh... Why are the disguises so precious about artifacts? Like, why are they like Indiana Jones? Whenever Devin Bowman tells Fabricio that he wants to enlist him to help him steal some precious artifacts, why does Fabricio respond with, you're a sick man? Hmm. Like, what's so sick about that? Who cares? Who cares who has the artifacts? Why did well, why do the pistachios care so much? Isn't that like in the flashback when they like say like that was like their whole the, the reason their master disguises is like like when you see the statue guy preventing from what's his face from stealing the yeah like that's it's like a whole their whole thing right? But why? I don't know. Maybe it was like a, a a separate thing, right? Like so you know Devlin Bowman farts a lot when he laughs and he's got like a horrible IBS and. <laughs> So he's just telling him that he's sick. You're sick, yeah. <laughs> you're a sick man, Bowman. You're dying. I'll help you steal this stuff, but you're just messed up. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my head canon, is that the, I like the, it. they're unrelated conversations. It's, yeah, he's just he's just he just noticed. You're a sick man, Bowman. You're you're a lot thinner since the last time I saw you. <laughs> so I wanted to talk a little bit about Cherry Pie Man. Um, yeah. The so, Cherry Pie Man. I feel like Cherry Pie Man, for one, he's a bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah. As far as, like... Because I like the idea that at that stage in a game, Barney, a child, a literal child, is coming up with ideas for costumes so they can get, like, real weird with it. Yeah. And it's just, like, I feel like that's kind of a missed opportunity because they just do the Cherry Pie Man. He, like, shoots those guys with the cherries, and then, like, that's kind of it. Uh, I feel like they should have, like, really incorporated Barney's ideas a little bit more for the climax and just gotten, like, really kind of goofy with it. But, as uh, my roommate Jim also pointed out, what exactly does the powers of a non-person like Cherry Pie Man have? So, like, like Cherry Pie Man does not tie to any reality or anything like that. And, therefore, like, what he can or can't do, it's easy, like, 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 for instance, like, Pistachio can't do a backflip, but for some reason when he is, um... President George W. Bush, he can do a backflip or whatever. Like, his powers right. are tied to his identity. So, like, if he's, like, a metaphysical thing, like, Cherry Pie Man, like, what what can, can he, like, not be, like, can he, like, not have bones anymore? Could he, like, become, like, a literal pie? Or, like, what, 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 what how does that work exactly? Yeah, what's the beginning and end of the rules? Are you saying that President, former President George W. Bush can't do a backflip? Uh, in the movie, he can do a backflip. It's presumed that, um, no, I'm saying like you're suggesting that things are tied to the the physical realm. Like you're you're suggesting, right? That George W. Bush cannot do a backflip in real life. Maybe he can, and that was a reference. No, no, I'm saying yeah. like in, I'm not even saying they can't do a backflip in real life. I'm saying Pistachio as George W. Bush can do a backflip. Like that's undisputed because it happens in the film. Mm-hmm. But it's presumed mm-hmm. that 
he can like if Pistachio were to try to do backflip as Pistachio, he probably couldn't do it, right? That's what we're led to believe. Sure, that's probably safe to say. Yeah, though it's a little bit murky at that point because he's like becoming two different identities. Because like as Joey W. Bush, when he does the um, backflip, he's doing the Tony Montana like hua backflip. <laughs> yeah. So he's like he's like two identities at once. So I'm guessing that yeah. means that he's actually becoming uh, Tony Montana or whatever. So he's a superhuman, right? In any case. It's led to believe that whatever, when you're a master disguise and you get to a certain level, you can do things physically in your disguise that you can't do as yourself. So if you're a cherry pie man, does that mean you can get, like, beyond the laws of physics? I don't know. Who's to say? Who can say? <laughs> Matt surfing you this thousand yard stare. Yeah, <laughs> that's the look of a man it's... who has watched Master Disguise eleven times, and he's just like, I don't know, man. I just it's I also don't... nine in the morning. No, <laughs> it's up no. late last night. I yeah, uh, try to make sense of this madness. Yeah, um, I think it's genuinely impressive that any goodwill, like any itty bit of like, because this movie's bad and it. It does a lot to make you not like it. Um, but there are a couple things that are enjoyable. But I think it's honestly impressive that the scene in the credits with the uh, Dark Energy Co. Exactly like Star Wars um, with the ladies and their butts. For me, at least, that scene obliterates any goodwill that this movie has earned up to that point. The love is thicker than your behinds. It's any any little modicums of goodwill the movie has left, they're gone by the end of that scene for me. Okay. I don't know any any thoughts on that. Um. Uh, it's you guys like that scene. I I think like is a is a very generous term. <laughs> yeah. I, it's not a deal breaker for me in the way it is for you. I feel like there's more stuff in the movie that was already breaking the deal before that so yeah, the deal oh well no i think so too i do too that's what i'm saying is like any good things that are left are like undone by that scene's like, existence. Yeah, the deal has already been broken well, but yeah if that's the case does the slapping dummy man reveal at the end renew your love for the film a little bit <laughs> just a hair okay. just a hair uh i'm i'm of yeah I don't, the butt scene is okay it's whatever um it's kind of the concept is kind of funny, but the execution is really bad. Yes, and actually, on the note of the slapping dummy man scene, uh, I actually there was something about it this time that frustrated me, which is that the "What are you still doing here? The movie is over." line is genuinely insulting because the movie is very decidedly not over yet. Well, there has been stuff going on nonstop since right. the movie ended. Well, that's just a reference to Ferris Bueller. Like I, yeah. I know, but right. it's. Actually, Insulting. in reference to the butts, how did Devlin Bowman know that Pistachio likes big butts, and how did he because... convince those models to come? Well, I don't know about that, but the, the butt thing is a disguise me... tradition. Oh. Because you, know, you remember, because, like, uh, Grandpa's also trying to hide himself. He's shielding himself. Yeah. because he's Oh, okay, that's too. right. That's right. <laughs> and obviously, uh, Papa Disguisey would be vulnerable because he's with a woman with a big caboose so that's just a disguisey thing okay all right yeah i'll give you that since we brought up slapping dummy man i'll end with nobody on the street reacting to pistachio and slappy dummy man running around is very <laughs> new york city <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Like everybody's like, all right, well, we're 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 on the block with the with the with the disguisey Italian restaurant. This is just normal, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's like I I think it's better that there's no reaction from anybody. I think it would be worse if like people were confused or confounded by it. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, no, I agree with you. It's like like the 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 bar scene with the who guy. Um, and reacting to everything like the fact that they it seems like the the lack of reaction shots being a conscious decision is great yeah yep all right um yeah i think it's it's a good place to end it yeah anybody else has any other notes for this month of november no nope okay well it wasn't easy but we did it we recorded yeah this november (laughs) episode of any ogre till it's ogre uh, well, if that's the case, then I'm Will. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And remember, kids, it ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. All right. Bye, everybody. See ya. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. You are not welcome here. You and you. Get off.